0: gail trotter a conservative voice for you right inside our nation's capital legal and political analysis gail trotter hear the truth from right inside D.C. it's gail trotter stomping through the swamp for you in heels now the gail trotter show Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of Right in DC. Today, we're gonna talk about this unbelievable article in the Washington Post, but I repeat myself, most articles in the Washington Post are pretty unbelievable. But this one is by an associate professor of Marquette University in the Department of Political Science. And the title of the article, and I'm not kidding you, is It's Time to Give the Elites a bigger say in choosing the president. And no, this is not from the Babylon Bee, it's not from the Onion. This is a political science professor telling us that the elites should have more impact on choosing presidential candidates than the way it is right now with the American voters. And just looking at her evidence that she cites in this piece. She notes that the nomination season is off to a rocky rocky start. She doesn't seem to like that independent candidate Bernie Sanders is doing so well and is at the top, and the upstart candidate, Pete, Mayor Pete, is ahead in the delegate count. This seems to very much disturb the political science professor who wrote this opinion piece. And she talks about what is the purpose of a presidential nomination and she describes it as a contest between everyday voters and elites now i don't see anywhere in the piece where she defines elites is she counting herself as an expert political scientist as being among the elites is she talking about rich people is she talking about people who live on the east coast or the left coast It's unclear from her article who she's talking about, but she's clearly not talking about you and me. And she talks about how uh, the problem is that you, if you have the system the way it's put up right now, you have candidates who are elevated who aren't able to bring the different ideological positions together. And she says that more open and high quality democracy may not actually help parties produce nominees that really reflect the party's overall concerns. I mean, this sounds like the Politburo, where in the Soviet Union, you had 98% of people voting for the party's choice. And certainly that is not something that we as Americans want to go towards, giving the elites more power in picking the presidential candidate. And she talks about the nomination in 1972 of George McGovern and what a disaster that was and how the elites should be narrowing the field to acceptable candidates. My question for her would be, Who defines what is acceptable? Clearly she wants a small group of elites who are deciding who the acceptable candidates are. She notes that elites try to shape the decision for the presidential nominee early on. She does say as contrary evidence that the way nominations are handled right now, the same system more or less produced candidates such as Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. Interesting that she puts Mitt Romney of uh, very recent impeachment vote fame into the same category of Barack Obama. But she talks about how that there should be this preference primary where voters have their first choice but if that doesn't yield a clear nominee, then the voters have expressed their preferences through the primary process which sounds a lot like the superdelegate issue that hillary clinton and the dnc used to muzzle bernie sanders out of the 2016 nomination and it seems if you read into the opinion piece what is motivating this political science professor from writing this piece which obviously will go nowhere and it just seems like it's a crazy suggestion that anyone would put this out there with their name on it Uh, I think it's because Democrats are melting down. They see the disaster of the Iowa caucus, which we covered in Wright and DC. They see the problems that uh, Bernie Sanders is having with uh, the Bernie bros and the coverage of that. They see Mike Bloomberg being let into the nomination process at the last minute, basically buying his way in. They see a field of extremely weak Democratic candidates. And the candidate that they wanted to elevate, Joe Biden, is flailing. He is not doing well at all. And when you see the more socialist wing of the Democratic Party, you understand that Democrats are not supposed to speak that name. They are supposed to act like they are fully down with capitalism, with the free market, with choice, with the ability of Americans to get out there and start businesses and to have foreign policy that protects America and uh, asserts uh, American values throughout the world. They don't want the socialism of Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders to be revealed. What they like instead is someone who has this high-minded rhetoric like Barack Obama in the 2008 presidential contest, who really became the radical in chief, as Stanley Kurtz's book talked about, uh, his background in much of the leftist community organizing circles that he ran in, that he was able to disguise from the American people because the mainstream media didn't want to cover any of his associations and affiliations with these very leftist rebels from the 1960s. And instead, the Democratic Party elite are freaking out because Bernie Sanders is having so much popularity, Elizabeth Warren is out there talking about free stuff for everybody, and they feel like that's not gonna appeal to enough Americans to win them back the Oval Office. So that's why you're seeing I would say uh, plaintive appeals like this to try and regain control of the Democratic Party. Well, speaking of elites, what about Mike Bloomberg? He was in the news recently for talking about in 2016, a video of him from 2016 surfaced, talking about how anybody can be a farmer and how you need more gray, more gray matter to be a technology worker. To quote him, Bloomberg could be heard saying, I could teach anybody, even people in this room, no offense offense intended, to be a farmer. It's a process. You dig a hole, you put a seed in, you put the dirt on top, you add water, and up comes the corn. Wow, is that as demeaning and denigrating to the vast majority of the history of this country and the people who provide the fuel for our nation and provide food for countries all over the world. How much more insulting could Mike Bloomberg be? Uh, You ask that, and then he continues on. He talks about, in contrast to farming, which is not hard, He talks about the information economy. The information economy is fundamentally different because it's built around replacing people with technology and the skill sets you have to learn are how to think and analyze. And that is a whole degree level different. You have to have a different skill set. You have to have a lot more gray matter. Talk about mindless elites. And so this is who the political scientist who wrote the opinion piece for the Washington Post would like to choose our presidential nominees, someone who can be so insulting to fellow Americans and dead wrong, that is a kindergarten understanding of how farming works and shows that Michael Bloomberg must have never been outside of the city of New York in his whole life to be so ignorant about how difficult and complicated it is to be a successful farmer throughout history, but particularly in this age as well. And we should be proud of our farmers Paul Harvey did a Super Bowl commercial a few years back uh, talking about how wonderful farming is and how important farming is to our country and how vital farmers are to our society. And I commend that video, the Super Bowl ad, to you to watch. Uh, We'll link to it down below. We'll also link to this opinion piece by the Washington Post, but I've explained it all, so you don't need to click it and give them any revenue. I'll also link to this uh, discussion with Michael Bloomberg about the farmers so that you can see what he had to say about his fellow Americans. It also reminds us when Joe Biden was talking about shutting down the coal industry, and he said that the coal miners should learn how to code you might remember that on twitter many people were suspended on twitter for telling journalists that they should learn to code because they had engaged in such journalistic malpractice that it was embarrassing that they called themselves journalists and yet we had a leading presidential candidate for the democrats tell the same thing to his fellow americans about learning to code And there is no censorship of Joe Biden for this. And yet it does just show his complete lack of understanding of the American economy, how important our energy is to fueling our free market, to our economic prosperity, and our ability to help countries around the world. So I would like to just tell you again, this article is not from the Babylon Bee, it's not from the Onion, but these are the people, like this woman from Marquette University, who would like to, instead of giving you the power to pick who you would like to be in charge of our country, to represent you in Washington, D.C., and set federal policy, set our foreign policy, be the commander in chief. This woman would like to take that from you, give it to elites to assure that they can get a candidate who aligns with the acceptable program of the Democratic Party and who can beat President Trump in 2020. Uh, This is Gail Trotter, and you've been watching Right in D.C. Thanks for listening to the Gail Trotter Show right in DC. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, GailTrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. And listen to her show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share the Gail Trotter Show. You can handle the truth.